Welcome to the Strong Mamas Podcast, where we're talking about our fitness and food choices as moms in real life and in light of our faith as Christ followers. I'm your host, Megan Dahlman, and together we'll be exploring what it means to be a healthy, strong mama in the middle of a culture that's obsessed with vanity. This podcast is all about helping and equipping you to take better care of yourself and the ones you love. Hey guys, welcome back to the Strong Mamas podcast. I'm excited that you're here today and we have a fantastic episode lined up for you full of super practical, healthy tips that you can use this holiday season. I'm going to be flying solo today. Unfortunately, Scott is not able to make it on the podcast with us this week. Hopefully you took some time to listen to last week's episode. We got to know him a lot more and hopefully you feel like you know a little bit more about this mysterious man that kind of comes and goes <laughs> in the podcast episodes. But my husband is a great guy and I really appreciate that he helps me out with this show. Um, and by the way, you guys, if you have not yet listened to last week's episode, make sure you do. We tackled the very large and heavy topic of our negative body image, and it was a fantastic conversation. I know for so many of us that struggle to find anything positive to say about our bodies, the road to loving or just even liking our bodies can feel like such an impossible one. But it's not impossible, okay? Remember what Jesus said in Matthew 19, 26. He said, with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. So my prayer for you all week long has been for the impossible, for that miraculous thing to begin taking place in your heart. For all of those negative and self-loathing thoughts that you have about your body, for all of those things to begin to shatter and disappear so you can finally enjoy your body and feel at peace in it. And I think this is extremely pertinent right now during the holidays when our actions and our choices can sometimes leave us feeling the most miserable and the most downcast about our bodies. I mean, think about that feeling in January when you're like, man, what did I just do? And it's not just this, it's not just noticing, oh my gosh, I made a bunch of mistakes over the holiday season. It's really more like I'm ashamed. It's this feeling of just deep, heavy negati negativity that we have about our bodies and feeling this heavy shame sitting over us. So my question is, what if this holiday season was different for you? And actually even bigger than that, what if 2020 was the year that you made some breakthroughs with your body? What if it was the year that you finally stopped battling your body, stopped battling food and struggled to exercise and you finally made real and lasting progress towards your goals? What if you created healthy habits that actually stuck and felt so good that you wanted to keep doing them? This coming year could be a big one for you, you guys. And I'm going to say that my coaching program could be the ideal catalyst for all of that. I'm going to be opening up the Strong Mamas coaching program on Sunday, December 1st. But it's going to close again on the 12th, okay? So registration will only be available for a very short time, so you'll have to act fast. I am not opening it up in January, heads up. So if you want to come coach with me in January, you're going to have to join right now. 
The Strong Mamas Coaching Program is an all-inclusive membership experience that includes nutrition coaching, full workouts that can be done at home or the gym or wherever you want to do them, and the accountability and support that you have been craving. And guys, this just scratches the surface of everything that's included in the program. I would love for you to come join hundreds of moms just like yourself that are becoming really fit and healthy without getting bogged down with obsession and without getting bogged down with feeling like vanity is such a huge piece of this health and fitness puzzle. We don't need that, okay? So with my coaching program, you're always going to be encouraged and inspired from a Christ-centered perspective. So registration is opening up on December 1st, and you're going to be able to join for just $1, which will take care of your entire first month in the program. After your first month, your membership is only $30 a month. Pretty darn good deal for everything you're going to get. And it can be even as low as $15 a month. And you'll be able to see all those details at the link I'll be providing in the show notes. So I am praying for big things for you and your body in 2020 and this holiday season, okay? And this opportunity is exactly what you have been looking for. So get ready to register on Sunday, December 1st, you guys. All right, now this is a big week. We have Thanksgiving upon us. So Halloween was one thing, but I feel like Thanksgiving is what really initiates what I like to call the holiday brain, right? The holiday brain is when our minds get all fuzzy and we make a bunch of health mistakes for six straight weeks. The holiday brain is, is a lot like what I call the vacation brain. I mean, the holidays really do feel like vacations after all, right? Kind of this like six week long vacation starting in Thanksgiving and ending January 1st. And I know in summertime, the battle is just being on vacation after vacation. And during the holidays, the same battle is there also. It's just this long episode of this vacation mentality or holiday mentality. So what is the holiday brain? What happens during the holidays and often during vacations too that causes us to struggle so much? Well, I think part of it is that we get so wrapped up in all those happy, nostalgic feelings of the season. And we, and because of that, we throw all caution to the wind and we end up making a bunch of mistakes that we regret later. And I think the result of holiday brain is pretty obvious because <laughs> I think most of us have felt it. We've experienced the results of our holiday brain. And some of those results might be extra weight gain that probably frustrates us beyond belief. Another thing that might result from our holiday brain is just feeling discouragement at our inability to hold it together, just being almost frustrated at our own lack of self-control. Like, man, how did I let myself get this way? I think another result is having to go through another restart. And I think we're getting sick of these. We're, we're getting so tired of having to restart all the time. And usually, especially after the holidays, that particular restart is typically very drastic is usually a really drastic restart it's some massive diet or a huge overhaul 
generally because we went so far in the wrong direction, we overindulged so much that we feel like to compensate for it, we have to swing the pendulum the entire opposite direction and make a really drastic change, okay? So that restart happens after our holiday brain. And then ultimately, another thing that happens because of our holiday brain is that we just take this backward step in health. We feel like we digress. Once again, we're not moving forward with our health. We're actually digressing. Now, none of these things are optimal, obviously. And I know that you don't want to experience these things this year. I don't want to experience any of this stuff this year. I want to feel like I'm still in the game. Like I'm not putting everything on hold. I'm not digressing. I don't want to feel like I'm a mess. At the same time, I don't want to feel like I'm missing out on a wonderful holiday season. Okay, and I want the same for you. I don't want you to feel like you're going to be missing out on a wonderful holiday season. But ultimately, all of these horrible feelings we get as a result of our holiday brain is all due to a series of mistakes that we make that are completely avoidable. Okay, so today is going to be part one of a two part series about avoiding the common holiday mistakes that we make this time of the year. Okay, I really want us to examine the things that lead us to that point of holiday misery, the things that lead us to January feeling completely discouraged and upset with ourselves, and most importantly, to see if there's any way to avoid feeling physically miserable without having a lame holiday season. I think the worst thing would be if I just gave you a whole list of tips on how to work out every day this season and how to make all of your normal holiday meals like extra healthy like that's not the point okay I want you to enjoy the holidays the way you want to enjoy them and without feeling obsessed and miserable at the same time but to also come out the other side feeling healthy too okay so here are some mistakes that we usually make this time of year and since this week is Thanksgiving, I think it's appropriate that if we focus more on the nutrition mistakes that we make during the holidays, okay? So the first mistake that I see happening a lot is just losing our perspective about it all. I think we forget that this is probably not our last Thanksgiving or Christmas. I mean, it could be, but probably more than not, it's it's not our last and it's not your only chance at a fancy meal. It's not your only opportunity to indulge. Honestly, all of these things are in constant abundance all around us. So we don't need to gobble it all up right here, right now and go all in, <laughs> right? We lose that perspective. And this is honestly that classic scarcity mindset. We're afraid that all of this stuff, all of these wonderful things about the holidays, these wonderful things about Thanksgiving meal are going to be ripped out of our hands right away. And this is our only chance to enjoy this stuff. And so because of that, we go all in. We overindulge because we feel like we're, we won't be able to have this stuff again for a long time, <laughs> right? You're like, give me a peppermint mochas every day. I'm going to go get one every single day. And then an eggnog latte and then this and that and this and that. Crazy, right? But guys, if we have a grander perspective, we can rationally see that this is not the case at all. We're going to get to have this stuff again, so we don't need to have it all right now. We need to realize that we are extremely blessed 
to be able to have essentially whatever we want all year long, anytime we want it, especially in the new Amazon Prime era. We can literally have it on our doorstep tomorrow if we want. So let's not forget all about that and behave like a mad woman, okay? So the first thing I need you to do to avoid having the holiday brain and making a bunch of mistakes this season is to not lose your perspective. Slow down and refuse to succumb to that scarcity mindset. Recognize when you're making food choices from a place of, ah, I'm never going to get to experience this again, all right? Now, the second mistake I think that we make a lot is believing that the holidays are only about the food. Thanksgiving. So this was one that Scott and I actually were talking about, and he disagreed with me big time. He was like, you can't say that. Of course, Thanksgiving is all about the food. I'm like, no, it's not. It's about being thankful. I'm like, no, but it's really about the food. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not actually about the food. We make it about the food. And in fact, we make the entire holiday season about the food. I was watching the news this morning and they were doing a whole spotlight episode on this guy, this local guy that makes these fantastic gingerbread houses. And it's really quite impressive, actually, the intricacy of these amazing gingerbread houses. And it just dawned on me. I'm like, oh, my gosh. That is houses made out of food. (laughs) How many things during the holidays are oriented around food? Which I don't think is a terrible thing. I think, of course, that God blessed us with food. And food and feasting is a huge aspect of the kingdom of God. However, we think that it's only about that. Okay, so food is grand and marvelous, yes, but don't forget what we're actually celebrating this time of year. What are we celebrating on Thanksgiving? It's not food. We're celebrating our gratitude and noticing the blessings in our life. And what are we celebrating at Christmas? Are we celebrating food at Christmas? No, we're celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. So food is just one part of the celebration, but that's not why we're there. It's not why we're here. It's not what we're celebrating. So for years, I think many of us have forgotten all about what we're actually celebrating because we're so focused on the food part. And just thinking about the Thanksgiving day, the entire day is oriented around the food, right? The making of it, the decorating it, the eating it, the cleaning up after it, the way it makes us feel afterward. Let's all just grow up a little bit and mature and just realize that we're here for more than just the food, okay? Don't lose sight of what we should truly be celebrating because you're so focused on the food. So that's the second mistake I think that we make because of our holiday brain this time of year. Now the next thing, and this is, oh guys, this is a really big mistake that I think So many of us make at the holidays, but all year long, actually. And this mistake is trying to undo bad food choices with a workout. Or on the flip side, doing preemptive workouts so that you can eat more. Ooh, this is a big one. This is using exercise to justify what we eat or using it to erase what we've eaten. 
And I think this is the classic diet mentality where we use exercise as a punishment or as a big magic eraser. So it kind of, the exercise falls into those two categories this time of year. We want to use it as this big magic eraser, like, oh my goodness, I overindulged. And so the next morning, I'm going to, I'm going to have to go spend 90 minutes at the gym to erase everything that I've eaten. Or we use it as this preemptive of if I work out really, really hard, it's going to mean that I can eat whatever I want later. So this is what this can look like this time of year. A lot of people will go to the gym on Thanksgiving morning, <laughs> right? And or they will participate in a turkey trot for the sole purpose of being able to eat whatever they want for Thanksgiving dinner guilt free. And I'm sure you've thought this before. I'm sure you've seen other people think this before. And the other thing too is I bet you're going to find a lot of people in the gym the day after a big holiday party or the day after Thanksgiving to burn off all the indulgent food that they ate the night before. So both of these mentalities are horrible. It's a horrible mindset. We start to see working out as just a calorie burner or a fat preventer. I want you guys to work out because it's part of your weekly routine and because it feels so good to do so. So I am planning on working out the day after Thanksgiving, not because I want to undo all the food I ate the night before, but because I always work out on Fridays because I like it. <laughs> it's what my body craves and I really truly enjoy the way I feel. It has nothing to do with the food I ate the day before and that's what I want for you guys too. So sign up for that turkey trot or sign up for that jingle bell run this time of year. Not, not in anticipation of any food you might eat but because it's just fun to do so. Go to the gym for a hard workout, regardless of the food you're going to eat or the food that you ate. But go because it simply feels good and it feels good to be strong and being fit is awesome. I want us to mentally separate our food choices from our exercise choices. They're way too intertwined this time of year. They are both equally important and yeah, they sort of go together, but they also need to be autonomous to a certain degree. So Get it out of your head this time of year that you can magically erase the effects of an overindulgent meal by showing up to some 800 calorie burning class the next morning. Is that class going to erase the fact that you're okay with overindulging in the first place? Probably not. Okay, so let's not make that mistake this year of using exercise to justify what you eat or using exercise to erase something you already ate. Okay, let's not do that. So the next mistake we tend to make this time of the year because of our holiday brain is checking our intuition at the door. The moment we walk through the door of where the holiday party is going to be, or even if that's inside our house, we stop thinking and we just start reacting. So in a holiday setting, like Thanksgiving or a holiday party, how often do you eat something that you don't even really like just because it's there? Or how often do you overstuff yourself just because it tastes good? Or how often do you make yourself miserable with too much food and drink? I mean, that's because of the first two things, probably. Or even on the exercise front, how often do you skip workouts because you get too busy? 
I think we need to do better about taking a moment to ask ourselves, how is this making me feel? And this is what I mean by intuition. It's being mindful. It's being aware. It's thinking. And being intuitive during the holidays may be the absolute best skill that you can have this time of year. And this is what this looks like, okay? This means that you're going to be able to set food down half-eaten because you know eating all of it is not going to make you feel very good. So even in the middle of a holiday party, to look down at your plate and recognize like, you know what, if I ate this entire meal, it's delicious, yes, but I'm not going to feel very good. Like thinking through, how's this going to make me feel in 30 minutes? And then actually making a choice, a wise choice based on that answer. Another way that this looks is being able to say no to certain treats because you recognize that it's not your favorite kind of treat. I can't tell you how many times you guys, I've just eaten something or eaten a holiday cookie or a dessert or just something there and I didn't even like it or it wasn't my favorite thing. I think our intuition this time of year needs to include saying no to something that it's not our favorite. It's being able to stand back, to look at your entire week at a glance, recognize where splurge opportunities are going to come up and kind of organize your week around those. Recognize when you're going to be able to get a workout done or not get one done. And then also think through, okay, how are all of these decisions going to make me feel? So it's not just following a set of rules. It's not just checking off boxes. It's bringing your brain into the picture and thinking through, okay, how will this make me feel later? It's going to take practice and the holidays is a great time to practice this. Don't anticipate being perfect at it at your first go. (laughs) But when you can become intuitive with your food and your exercise, you'll be so much better able to navigate this season in a healthy manner. So let's not check our intuition at the door. Let's bring our intuition, bring our wisdom and discernment into the holiday setting with us. Now, the next mistake is similar to that. (laughs) This one is a little bit more specific. This mistake that we make this time of year is eating things that we don't even really like. Oh my goodness. Now, if we just go back and think through it and realize, okay, if my intuition plays a role here, I'll realize that I don't even like this, but I do this all the time too. Okay, so my thing that I really don't like is I don't like stuffing. So for Thanksgiving meal, I am not a stuffing fan. I don't like the flavors of it. It's For me, it tastes like soggy bread. (laughs) And just that texture of it is horrible. I've never liked it. It was the one food growing up that my mom never forced me to eat. She would force me to eat everything else. But something about the stuffing, she's like, all right, I'm not going to make you eat that. Now, I have to say that my taste buds have changed over the years. And I can tolerate it just a little bit more now. But it's not my favorite thing. I don't even, I don't. I can tolerate it, but I don't like it. So for some reason on Thanksgiving, I'll find myself eating it. I'll put it on my plate. I'm like, oh, it's here. I haven't had this in a while. I think I'll go ahead and try it. And I don't like it. Why do I do that? (sighs) I just do that because it's there and because it's part of the overall feeling of the day because everybody else is eating it. I don't want to hurt someone else's feelings of passing up on it. But good grief, that's so, those are not good reasons to indulge in something I don't even like. 
So think about what that thing might be for you. What are the foods that you don't like? Wake up, (laughs) notice them, and realize that you do not need to eat food that you don't like. In fact, we shouldn't be eating food that we don't like. So let's think about all the foods that you're exposed to over the season and then think about what you really enjoy and the foods that you can live without that you don't really like. Make a list of it if that would help. And then simply don't eat that stuff. So you could call this like your yuck list. (laughs) Okay, I've got actually a pretty long yucky list. The things on my yuck list are stuffing for sure. Other things, I actually don't like pumpkin spice lattes. They're, they're not good to me. They just, I used to like them, but now they just taste kind of fake and overly sweet or something. Another thing I don't like is gingerbread. (laughs) Not a fan. I'm just not a fan of gingerbread. I think it's dry and tastes lame. Another thing is orange flavored chocolate. What in the world? Why are we doing that to chocolate? Why are we wrapping oranges in chocolate? I I can't. I don't get it. (laughs) I just don't get the orange flavored chocolate thing. Um, Fruitcake, of course. Nobody likes fruitcake. So that's definitely on my list. And I'm sure there's more. But, But just writing it down reminds me to not waste my time, not waste my splurges, and not waste my stomach space on these foods, okay? So make a list for yourself. That way it's just crystal clear in your mind, these foods I don't like, so why am I eating them, okay? Now, the next mistake that I think that we make this time of year is not utilizing what I call the sample technique, all right? So the sample technique is having just small samples of foods when you're at a holiday get-together. You don't need to have full servings of dishes to fully enjoy them. This happens all the time at like a buffet setting, right? You have a long table full of casseroles and dishes and things that you really do like. Maybe it's not full of food that you don't like. It's actually full of food that you really do enjoy. And somehow we get to the end of the table and our plate is overflowing, right? But what if instead of doing that, you just put like one or two bites of each thing on your plate? So now you just have this sample technique happening where you get the flavor of it and you can eat it slowly and recognize the flavors and the textures and you can notice whether you like it or not. And you can even in that moment consider perhaps the healthfulness, then maybe the nutritional quality of that particular food item, be, be like a detective with your food, and then just move on after having just a small sample. So try the sample technique. This is a great way to break that glutton mentality that's typical this time of year. So practice it perhaps at Thanksgiving this week or at the next holiday party you're at. Work on sampling one or two bites of each thing instead of binging and going back for seconds, okay? And that actually brings up (laughs) the next mistake that we usually make this time of year is going back for seconds. Oh my goodness. Okay, so <laughs> we all do this. I do that. I'm so guilty of this. We'll eat something and we'll think, I just, that was so good. I just want more. I want to eat more of it. And we end up overeating because we go back for seconds, sometimes even thirds. But if we eat our meal a little slower, 
Okay, so that our hunger and fullness cues can catch up to this pace that we're eating and let us know like, hey, you're getting full now. You don't need to eat anymore. You're fully satisfied. If we slow down and let those cues catch up, And then at the same time, because we're eating slowly, we can really be satisfied and content with the food that we're eating. Because I think ultimately when we go back for seconds, it's this feeling of discontentment. It's this feeling of, I liked it, I want more. And honestly, you guys, we need to do a better job of just enjoying one serving of something and realizing that's enough. Yes, I could eat more of it and enjoy that more, but I need to get better at just having the one plate and being satisfied with what I have. Okay, so that's something I want you to practice this holiday season too, is not going back for seconds and sitting in a place of contentment with the food that you've already chosen and the food that's already on your plate. So the next mistake that we make during the holidays, and this one is is a little bit more practical, but this is underestimating the power of vegetables. You're like, wah, wah, that's not very exciting, Megan. No, I know, but here's the thing. I feel like veggies are the first things to go when we start making unhealthy food choices, right? I mean, think about it. Once we start like choosing indulgent food or overeating, it's not with veggies. It's away from the veggies, right? So when you get caught up in the season and start making bad food choices, bring yourself back by eating your veggies. And in fact, this is a great strategy of putting veggies first on your plate, okay? So I know this one seems annoying and you can hear me in that mom voice of eat your veggies but this is so true okay so when we have a steady intake of a variety of vegetables we're going to feel better in general we're going to be less likely to overindulge we will have more energy to do our workouts that we want to do and we're going to stay in better control with the foods that we put in our mouth So here are a couple tips that you can use to make sure that you are taking advantage of veggies this season. If you go to a party, always be the one to bring a veggie platter because I can't tell you how many holiday parties or holiday gatherings I have showed up at where there was not a single fresh vegetable in sight. But if the food item that I had brought to contribute was a veggie platter, I would know for certain that I had a vegetable option there okay so get in the habit of that and guys actually it's super brilliant and easy because you never have to decide what you're going to bring if someone's like hey what are you going to bring automatically just say i'll bring a veggie tray okay and then when it's time for dinner practice filling at least half of your plate up with vegetables okay so whether that's vegetables pulled off of that veggie platter that you brought Or look around at the buffet or look around at everything that's available there and see what are the dishes that have the most veggies in them. Hopefully there's a salad. Hopefully there's some roasted veggies there. And try to fill your plate, half of it with vegetables, okay? So start with that tip. And then I always tell myself to eat all of those veggies first, okay? So don't go for the roll first or don't eat something else like another casserole like a cheesy potato casserole first like eat the veggies first so that those are in your system first and then decide 
if you still want any of the other foods that are up on the buffet or any of the other foods that you might have put on your plate. And sometimes you might actually feel full and satisfied there. And sometimes I've never gone back for more because I felt like, you know what, that was good. That was plenty. And I feel really good actually with having those vegetables first and making sure that those got in my system first. So don't underestimate the power of vegetables this holiday season. Make sure that you're keeping a steady intake of vegetables happening. Now, this brings us to the final mistake we make during the holiday season. And we have to talk about this because I think that most people do this with their holiday brain. As their holiday brain is engulfing them, this is what happens. They put everything on hold until after the holidays. And this is a mistake that I do not want you guys to make this year. Yes, it's a busy time of year. And it might not be the ideal time to make a whole lot of progress or to say, hey, I'm going to try to drop 2% body fat (laughs) this month. That might not be realistic, but that doesn't mean you should stop altogether. Let's be realistic here. Are you attending a nonstop holiday party beginning Thanksgiving Day and ending New Year's Eve? Probably not. You're going to have dinners and parties and activities periodically scattered over the next few weeks, but you're also going to have a lot of normal days too. In fact, you're going to have more normal days than not normal days. Even though you've got Christmas vacation coming up, you still need to treat most of those days as normal days. So there is no reason for you to halt all of your exercise and good eating habits altogether this time of year, okay? There's so much stuff that you can do with all of those normal days. It just means that you're going to have to be a little bit more intentional, be a little bit more prepared and planned out going into this season, following your regular ritual of I work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday. These are the meals that I'm eating these days of the week. You might have to adjust those a little bit to accommodate, but just recognize that you're not in a constant party starting at Thanksgiving and ending January 1st. So there is no reason to put off all of your healthy eating habits and all of your good exercise habits until the first of the year. So even if you have a trip coming up during the holidays, and I know a lot of you guys go on vacation, there are plenty of quick body weight style workouts that you can do, and I guarantee that you can do anywhere, even in your hotel room, even in a family member's basement, okay? And I guarantee that you're going to be able to find veggies and protein options wherever you are, okay? So remember the mantra, the strong mama's mantra, eat your pros, right? Eat your pros means protein and produce with every meal. So let that mantra be your guide no matter where you are. No matter what meal you're at, no matter what day of the week it's at, let that mantra kind of guide your food choices no matter where you are. So the worst thing you could do this time of year, the biggest mistake that you can make is putting everything on hold until after the holidays, all right? And I just want to reiterate that if you don't already have a clear workout plan in place or a set of simple nutrition guidelines to follow during the holidays, the Strong Mama's coaching program is exactly where you need to be. I know it doesn't make a whole lot of sense at first (laughs) to think about starting a fitness and nutrition program this time of year, but maybe that's actually what makes the most sense of all. Honestly, I think this is when we need the most help and the most accountability. 
Otherwise, to be honest, when left to our own devices and intentions, we'll just keep waiting and putting it off, right? So just remember that you actually have mostly normal days this holiday season, and we can do a lot with those days. Realistically, we might not be able to completely overhaul your entire health and lifestyle. That might not be the time of year to do that, but we can sure make some valuable strides in the right direction, all right? And at least hang on to the progress that you have made up to this point. We do not need to digress this holiday season. It's just going to be a little bit of intentionality to make sure that doesn't happen. And the great thing is that when you don't put everything on hold during the holiday season, you're going to feel like you already have a head start going into January. That's the worst thing of all, is feeling like everything is restarting come January 1st. So let's not have that happen, all right? So guys, above all, I really just want you to be wise. Don't let that holiday brain engulf you. Don't get swept up with this tsunami of nostalgic feelings and influences and temptations. Don't let the holiday brain take over. Be wise, be discerning, and make sure that you're not guilty of making any of the typical holiday mistakes. So let me review all each of those holiday mistakes real quick, okay? The first one was just losing perspective and falling for that scarcity mindset. That this is the only time of the year that I'm going to be able to enjoy these things and so I'm going to go all in and overindulge because of that, okay? So don't lose your perspective, friend. The second mistake was forgetting that the holidays are about so much more than just food, okay? Wake up and realize that it's not just about the food. The third one was a big one. It was using exercise to justify what you eat or using it to erase what you've eaten. Let's not make that mistake this year. Okay, let's keep those two things separate. I don't want you to use exercise as punishment. The fourth thing is checking our intuition at the door and forgetting to think through the food choices that we're making. Don't do that. Stay mindful, stay intuitive, stay wise with the food choices you're making. The Fifth thing was eating things that we don't even like. (laughs) Don't make the mistakes that I've made where I put food on my plate, things that are just there that I don't actually enjoy, okay? So don't make that mistake. The next mistake that I don't want you to make is forgetting that you can sample something to get the full effect. We don't need a full serving, and beyond that, you don't need a second serving, okay? So use the sample technique and make a pact with yourself that you don't need a second serving. The next one was veggies. Veggies, veggies, veggies. Never underestimate the power of veggies to kind of keep you pulled together and feeling healthy. Fill up half your plate with veggies. Always eat them first. Finally, the last mistake I don't want you to make this season is putting everything on hold until after the holidays. Saying, I'm going to start after we get through all this. It's just too busy this time of year. Don't do that, okay? Recognize that you have a lot of normal days in there that you can actually accomplish quite a bit. So let's let this year be different. Let's let this holiday season be a good one, full of wisdom and discernment. I don't want you to just react. Work on planning ahead and being thoughtful. And remember, the holidays are not just about your body. (laughs) It's not just about if you lose weight or gain weight or any of that. And honestly, you guys, if you gain some weight this year, not a big deal, okay? Let's have a bigger perspective. Let's keep some healthy, some simple healthy habits in place. 
and do what you need to do to feel great all season long. So make sure to join us next week for part two, where we're going to talk more about exercise mistakes that we make this time of year and more of the mindset pitfalls that we fall into during the holidays. You're not going to want to miss it. So I'm going to see you back here, same time, same place next week. We're going to have Scott back on the show with us too and talk about some great strategies to carry you through the holiday season. Thanks again for joining me today on this episode of the Strong Mamas podcast. Don't forget to take a moment to leave a quick review. Be sure to subscribe to the show and tell all your friends about it too. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. 